the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, 8 to 9, where we discuss and dissect political talking points. This is your terrestrial think tank for liberty. We are having a couple of difficulties, so if you're on Facebook, bear with us. Not a big deal. But one of the things um, with this show that was very difficult was getting in order the amount of... There were so many topics to discuss and to try and prioritize those topics. I kind of let the Sunday shows guide the way, right? We watch the Sunday shows, and they tell us what's relevant, and they all had the same topic, the same... A uh, little little nugget that they wanted to point out, and that was the failure of Trump in the Putin summit in Helsinki. So I didn't view it as bad as they're telling me it is. I mean, it wasn't great. I think we can all admit that it looked awkward. It felt like he folded aces, right? Now that we all have the, the vision of, of hindsight of what he could have said, what he would have said, what he tried to say in the correction. But all in all, To me, what's important is the actual actions of what's happening. And I am reminded of how really the failure of the Obama administration with the Duchess of Chaffington, Hillary Clinton, uh, in the position that I don't think she was qualified to be the secretary of state. But, you know, they they said that's where she would go. And the Uranium One deal sickened me and disgusted me, but no more than it did when the Russians uh, went after Crimea when they went after Ukraine, when they shot down the airline, when they made the uh, uh, Obama back off of the missile defense in Poland. So I felt that the failures of the Obama administration were obvious to everyone. Apparently, none of those, those failures were talked about today. All that was talked about was the Trump-Putin summit, where he was standing next to, summit, uh, or to Putin and, and surmising what happened in a closed-door meeting. Now, the problem is that that Putin now we're you know a few days past this and Putin has come out on uh, Russian news network, which is propaganda a little bit less than ours, but not too much, and said that there were certain agreements um, with Syria and with with uh, even Macbeth. It wasn't it even uh, agents that were in uh, that that Americans in Russia still that he's talking about releasing them if he can question the people that are accusing him of of. Uh, the campaign disruptment, which is the one thing I found really sickening about this, isn't all of what they're telling us. 
What I found upsetting and disturbing was what Obama's CIA director, Brennan, had to say. And here's his tweet. Donald Trump's press conference performance in Helsinki rises to and exceeds the threshold of high crimes and misdemeanors. It was nothing short of treasonous. Not only were Trump's comments imbecilic, he is wholly in the pocket of Putin. Republican patriots, where are you? So I kind of remember Brennan being steeped in scandal at the time he was sworn in. And then I remember all of the Republican, you know, the hawks, all the all the progressive Republicans, all the guys on the cutting edge, uh, uh, Graham and McCain and Rubio. And they supported Brennan. And then we looked into Brennan. We found out some disturbing things about Brennan. And I want you to keep in mind while we're going over these things that he still to this day has his security clearance. Now, he's a consultant for CNN, I believe. And he still, what does that mean, they have security clearance? Does that mean he can call somebody he knows in the CIA agency, which is steeped in its own scandal, and, and, and get information that he shouldn't have now that he's not in that position? Why does it take so long to get rid of all of this security clearance? Because what you come to find out when you talk about Brennan is that he was affiliated with the Communist Party USA. When we were all, uh, or our relatives were all voting for Reagan, and they were arguing if it was going to be Carter, this son of a gun was voting for an outright communist. That his affiliation with the Communist Party goes back to when he was in college. That he then is appointed by a fellow traveler in Barack Obama, and they're all the Alinsky lights, you know, the, the communists who are pretending to be socialists disguised as Democrats. That we find out this guy in charge of our secret organization, Central Intelligence Agency, that we all like to say and we all pretend is on our side, but we don't really know. We don't really know what they're involved in. We just know that they are beyond reproach. And that we have, for five, six, seven years, not really kept an eye on who's in the upper echelon. What you see in the FBI scandal is that really you have a bunch of Democrat sycophants making decisions of, of, of who to investigate. And it turns out instead of investigating communists, they're investigating candidates that they don't agree with. I, I, I find it particularly upsetting that during all of these Sunday shows, no one is examining the fact that you have a, a, a ex-CIA, head of the CIA, telling me that my president, who may, didn't do good, listen, in the press conference, okay, so what? It's not what he says, it's what he does. He's done some serious things with, in regards to Russia. He's done some serious things. Put the, the weapons back in Poland. Tried to correct some of the failures of Obama and the Duchess of Chaffington. So, I, listen, I know he's not really a tough guy. We know that, right? This is just another trust fund kid. A little chubby in the, in, in the bottom. Never really won a fight. I didn't think when he was really in front of the guy he would you know, rough him up or say something controversial when he's standing right there. So, big deal. He didn't do great. But he... You're calling this treasonous? And, and this isn't just some crackpot, some Antifa lowlife, some Democrat shill. This is a guy who headed up the CIA. And the, and the media and the Sunday shows, they want to talk about the nuances of his body posture and wood versus wouldn't, which was ridiculous. I think we can all agree that the wood versus wouldn't was ridiculous. Yeah, you're just lying. But this whole thing, I, I, it's very upsetting to me that this Brennan... He's now a news consultant. He's all over 
And he's not questioned about his Communist Party affiliation. And this leads me to something else that's going on this week. And that is that the, the other Soviet who vacationed, who honeymooned in the Soviet Union during the Cold War, Bernie Sanders, and the new socialist pretending to be a Democrat, who's really a communist, this uh, Cortez, they're, they're the hottest thing out. They're like the Beatles now. They're on tour. They're in Kansas. They're going to turn it red. And they're on, they were on this, or uh, what was it, Meet the Press or This Week? No, Meet the Press was off because of the golf. Right. So it was, uh, it was Face the Nation. Face it was the Face nation. the Nation. Yeah. They're on Face the Nation, and, and, and the woman whose name is irrelevant because they're all fungible, she's giddy. Oh, here they are. They're the new Democrat. They're the hope. And these are socialists. These are Soviets, as I properly call them. So you've got. And they're going to turn on their own party. That's but, that's the kind of obvious. Isn't but it? Macbeth, I lived through the Cold War. I was a kid, but I remember it. Okay, KGB. It was tense. Reagan ran on the whole thing with weaponizing. He was right, right. And tore down the, the 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 wall and all that nonsense. But I remember when Gorbachev would come here. Yeah. I remember the atrocities of the Russian dictators. Yeah. And you could go all the way. You know, Stalin. I mean. Killed twice as many as Hitler. Well, and it could be cultural, too. I mean, he was embra- Tsar Nicholas II was no saint. He was embraced yeah. by, by that other moron, the, the, the first socialist we had, FDR. Social Security, FDR. He was Uncle Joe then. The Democrats loved Uncle Joe. They wrapped their arms around him. Forget about the fact he starved the Ukraine. Completely starved the country. Yep. I mean, what he did was outrageous. So I've already, already recognized Democrats' ability to sympathize with, Sofi- with Soviets. Now, they call themselves socialists, but they're tyrants, one and the same. And then Bernie Sanders comes out with Cortez, and they're telling me that Donald Trump is who I need to be worried about. Brennan, a communist sympathizer who should be investigated, let alone you make this son of a gun the head of the CIA, which is, for all intensive purposes, steeped in a scandal every seven months. These guys are telling me that Trump is treasonous? It is bizarro world here, Jerry. Well, it really is. Your friend and mine, Joe Walsh, said the same thing this week. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, see, I was working out. I'm working check, all the you time. You check Twitter a little better. All right, I got to check Twitter because I was so disgusted by this by this Brennan. I'm so disgusted by the fact that the Democrat platform, and we, I have said this for a decade, they are so interwoven with the Soviet socialist agenda of pick a tyrannical country. Their goals are the same as the failure in the Soviet Union. They're the same as the failure in Venezuela. You have these two communist sympathizers telling you they're Democrats, and they're the wave of the Democrat Party. I said last week when we signed off, we talked a little bit about Illinois. And we are the picture of Democrat failure. Yeah. And I said, you're forced, whether you want to support Rauner or Pritzker, you're forced to be a Soviet, a socialist. It's just different version of socialism. We're going to hit that on the next segment. That's the whole country about, now. Uh, if you're young. on the line, stay on the line. If you want to be, 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour. Each and every Sunday night, even when we have technical difficulties and we cannot broadcast on Facebook. Well, that's one technical difficulty. Yeah. And you know me, I don't know how to copy and paste. You've got to show me all that. We're we're pretty sure it's a Facebook issue. Yeah. Oh, why wouldn't it be? Zuckerberg. 
spoiled brat. Hey, I got one for you. All right. I, I mean, she's the current party leader. Absolutely. And I look forward to be parting to be part of that conversation and and winning back the house. There is no decision about the party leader until we win the house first. So you are leaving open the possibility you may endorse her uh, if you win in November. Yeah. Well, the reality is I can't see her losing. The district that Cortez is running in is similar to the city of Chicago, where why even bother running a Republican? That the infrastructure of Democrat, shill, welfare, corruption, tied to your jobs and pension, it's too deep to even consider a Republican winning. Well, it's interesting you would say that. Because you mentioned several different issues that you have with this candidate, but what was the main driver? Was there some sort of tipping point that made you say, I've got to speak out? Really, the point was, what, what's the Democratic Party going to be? I'm still a Democrat. And when I see somebody who really says uh, uh, she's a socialist, um, she's a very uh, uh, charismatic, captivating candidate. But uh, when you look at the policies, those are not policies that will be supported in very many places across America. Oh, you're wrong, baby. That's Joe Lieberman with See, Charles Payne. And that's obviously. the problem. And that's what Joe Lieberman and that's what these these other people who still I don't I don't know how you could call yourself a democrat. I really don't. Because for me for 45 50 years they've been socialists at best. Now you want to call it socialist light, pretend capitalist, maybe, but it's clear that since the 50s, since the 30s the, the Democrats have been socialists. So to me, this is just the natural evolution of where it gets to. See, they want to pretend that communism and socialism, that there's some sort of a difference. There isn't. It is. It metastasizes. Yeah. It spreads. There is no getting along with and they tyranny. pull you into thinking it's in your own best interest. Because here's the other thing. Bernie Sanders goes on to, um, do you have the clip I, I, I said? Well, let me finish you with this one, because this point you might agree with. And really, the point I was, what, what's the Democratic Party going to be? I'm still a Democrat. And when I see somebody who really says uh, she's a socialist, um, she's a very uh, a charismatic, captivating candidate. But uh, when you look it. at the policies, those are not policies that will be supported in very many places across America. And if her win makes her into uh, what Kellyanne Conway called the new face of the Democratic Party, the Democratic Party is not going to have a, a very bright future. But agree or disagree? I absolutely disagree with him. All right. And I give you, as evidence, Exhibit A, Illinois. We are living in it, baby. Well, he's talking I mean, about on a national level. But I understand. But here, these are good people. Listen, we're all, we're all basically Illinoisans. These, we all started out. These were all good people. You are now so interwoven with the nonsense with the, with the socialism that we pretend it is somehow virtuous when they come out and they say we're going to build a billion dollar school. We forget the fact that right now as we speak, did you see how many kids, what's going on in the actual city of Chicago? The failure is inconceivable. I mean, you know, you watch about all these political issues, right? Isn't Black Lives Matter and all this? They're all, it's all the Republicans' fault. Well, last week, in one week, in Chicago, Illinois, 68 people were shot. One week. 15 are killed, shot and wounded. These are considered the lucky ones. They're 53. This is this. We are living the example of what happens when Democrats control everything. And by everything, I'll easily call Bruce Rauner a Democrat. He's just one who pretends to be fiscally sound, fiscally responsible. And I say pretends because he's another failure, de tutte failures. So 
the reason I think Lieberman is wrong is that we show we have good people here. And yet what happens every election, every election and your best chance for if you're not an outright socialist is who Bruce Rauner, who's a socialist light, who's married to an absolute despotic Soviet in that scarecrow. That's exactly what your choices are in Illinois. So you're cooked here. That's why when people go, who are you voting for for governor? Me? I'm going to Florida. I'm going to vote for that other guy down there. What's his name? DeSantis? That's my guy. By the so time, what are you, a capitalist? By the time, yes, I am. Proud oh, capitalist. And you know what else? Did Mc- you know capitalism didn't always exist? McBath, we're a dying breed here. You know where I'm going from this. Oh, you go ahead. I do think that right now, when we have this no-holds-barred, Wild West hypercapitalism, oh, what that means is profit at any cost. Capitalism has not always existed in the world, and it will not always exist in the world. When this country started, we were not a capitalist. We did not operate on a capitalist economy. Really? Here's the thing from Jenny on the block. She's a failed c- capitalist. Yes. Failed. She's, yes. This is a this is, former, former tweeter of, of capitalist mantras, too. Exactly. Yeah. She's just another spoiled brat who was set up in business and failed, and instead of blaming herself, blames a system that she doesn't... We're not even... Here's the other thing, Macbeth. One thing I argue with, and you know this because you know me, and we talk during the show. Yeah. We we don't have we didn't have Thank free God trade. We don't talk during the week. We didn't have free oh. trade before Donald Trump. It was already twelve thousand tariffs long before we, Trump. We haven't. He's had just free screwing trade it up more since he's prior just screwing to it up more. American war, but whatever. When when uh, when W bailed out the same scoundrels who broke everything, he was an idiot too, right? When you have this welfare war warfare economic system where we pretend that just blind military financing and spending of its own corruption in the cia included that this is somehow good for an economy you're lying to the people when you have a society where 85 percent of them can't write a check for five grand right where they're in debt when you actually fund the average person's debt with their income they're all bankrupt when you have when you have a system where we're 20 we pretend we're 22 trillion in debt we're 240 trillion you got a Pentagon that can't find $20 trillion. This is not a, a, a fiscally sound system. We just pretend it is. So we hire uh, Trump because everybody likes the, 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 the swag. They forget about the details. And he, he's selling you to more, more of a con, right? And tariffs go up and everybody points to the, to the stock market. What is it? It's all a scam. So until we get back to capitalism, until we admit that you can't collaborate with socialism, this is the direction you're going in, baby. You want some more delusion? Give it to me. We never experienced really a time of true economic prosperity in the United States. You know, forget the 19th um, and century. A lot of what we have Just witnessed is the unprecedented concentration of wealth at the very top tippy top of the one percent and we've seen the consolidation of corporations start to really erode our wages really erode access to health care and so i think what i think young people are very receptive to a very strong economic message of uh, of dignity for working class americans here's the here's the shame of where she's really kind of here, here's where where she's got everybody um, what the millennials, is that what they're calling these kids today? Yes, that's what she was speaking uh, of. Yeah. They're, they're a product of the, of the Soviet education system that Yuri Bezmenov described in the 70s, right. where they would start to be introduced to socialism and it would be wrapped in virtue. 
which is why they, they have no problem robbing their neighbor in the name of whoever they, they decide is more needy. So they're victims of a poor education system. And you know what else they're victims of? And I blame parents like myself. They're, they're a victim of bad parenting. Because we spoiled the hell out of these little brats, and they grow up to be the, the, the transgendering uh, uh, Pritzker. Right. That's what happens. What, what, she's, what she's saying is ultimately ironic because they literally have never had a hard life. Now, some, some people have had a hard life. I'm not saying that, but generally. But what this, goes, Somebody who was born in 1987 has not undergone, you know, living with, with uh, polio and everything. You, you've lived in a period with the highest standard of living in human history. But listen to what they truly advocate. But they when cannot you, stop whining about When it. you strip it down, when you really listen to them. All a socialist is, is a thief without the courage to pick up a gun. He wants to use a law. He wants to use a government to extort, to steal from one section of your society in the name of another. And the other thing they don't ever realize is they fail. Illinois is a failed socialist state. Chicago is a failed socialist municipality. And if you think I'm wrong, take a ride down Roosevelt Road and tell me if I'm right or wrong. That's the one thing they all own. Failure. We keep pretending it isn't, but it is. All right. We got a full board. I'm very excited about this. Let's go to uh, Jim. Jim in South Elgin. How are you, Jim? Good, man. Good. I um, am enjoying your show. And, uh, you know, it's interesting, like you were saying before, with the... uh but they're trying to get Trump to, uh, uh, they want Trump's translators to, you know, give up their transcripts or whatever so they can see what the conversation yeah. was. But these are the same people that have been stonewalling Congress from subpoenas for the last year and a half trying to get records from the FBI and the CIA. Well, here's the thing. I so agree, by the way. Selective indignation. Jim, I agree with, with your basic point. Here's what I don't agree with. I don't agree with Trump's approach to it. I don't need to trust your interpretation. Why was it closed off like that? Why? Why is there nobody there? You want to go in strong. You bring your guys in and you tell them what you got to tell them and put them in his place. Another little Soviet mid- midget. He'd be great in City Hall at Chicago. We'll be back after these messages. 312-642-5600. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. His actions against Russia have been tough. It's true. That's why it was so odd that he, uh, he, he went so soft when he was in the same room or at the same press conference with Putin. And I'm afraid Putin will take it as a sign of uh, uh, President Trump's weakness and American weakness and take advantage of it. Do you think that he'll also take the American weakness when we hire somebody who visited the Soviet Union on his honeymoon during the Cold War in Bernie Sanders, or when we embrace a socialist sympathizer like Cortez, because you do realize something. Whoever rears their ugly head as the Democrat nominee, this is the belief structure they're going to have. Just like whoever wins as the mayor's race or the governor of Illinois or whoever runs as a congressman hack or a senator from Illinois, they all are the same philosophy, just different faces. Yep. It's disgusting. We got my guy on the phone. I love it. Mike from the north side. Mike, thank, thank you for calling the show. Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. First off, calm down. Your blood pressure is going to go through the roof. I'm, I'm co- counting on it. I don't want to do this show forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both, yeah, my blood pressure and cholesterol with Pritzker, our only hope. Go ahead. Well, listen, the Democrats are sticking it to themselves. They got no coordination. You got these idiots running around 
claiming to be democratic socialists. They want everything for free. That's turning people off. This week on the northwest side of Chicago, the assessments went out. Everyone's assessment, I talked to on my block, went up at least 25%. That means your taxes are going up 100 a month. And if we get Buddy Hackett Jr., that moron the Democrats are putting up for governor, he's going to raise everyone's income tax at least $200. Because the model they're using in Minnesota, the top rate is 7.85%, and that's for anybody that makes over 50000 a year. But now they here, say they're only going to go after the rich, but anybody that, any working class person that puts in 40 hours a week, they're going to nail so the losers and the freeloaders can sit at home. Mike, hear and me what's out. what's going to happen... Go ahead, go ahead. Tell me what's going to happen. You just told them to hear you out. I, I was going to say, the, the next presidential election, they're not even going to come out to vote in Illinois because the socialists are going to be running their party. Trump's going to end up winning Illinois. You could put that in the book. <laughs> Hear me out, though. Here's my point. You know, when, we're, when we get ready, I log on to Facebook. I was with Mike until that last yeah, sentence. Right. And now I just, ooh. I, when, when we uh, normally do the show, we log on to Facebook. I come up with a title, and the title was going to be. You want me to read your text message? Go ahead, read it. Well, let me see if I have it here. Yeah, he loves to get himself on there. Go ahead. Your title was going to be Trump Derangement Syndrome is a Double-Edged Sword. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. You just said when Buddy Hackett Jr. gets in, I like to call him Lou Costello, but all right, Buddy Hackett Jr. gets in, and he is going to get in. There's no question. He's going to implement a progressive tax system and a minimum tax system, and we're all going to pay more. That's what you just said to me. But for a month, right, and for four months, I've been hearing about, listen, of course these tariffs are going to raise prices, but I'm willing to pay more. That's been the argument of the Trump derangement syndrome and the Republican side. They're embracing bad policies in the name of patriotism. So why don't the Democrats, Democrats get to pull that card? Why? See, that's my problem. When you have no fundamentals, you, you go off on the same lily pad in the sea of deception that the Democrats do. Only you say, no, 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 no. I'm going to pay more because I'm more patriotic. And then the Democrats come out Can and they say, no, 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 no. I'm going to pay more because I'm more patriotic. Yes, go. The reason, and the liberals can't understand this, the reason we still bag Trump, we know he doesn't treat women well, we know he's a little goofy. All you have to do is read the 15th chapter of the Gospel of Luke, the prodigal son. As long as he puts in conservatives and he's going to change the courts, the Supreme Court, the appellate courts, and the federal district courts, he's going to write this. He's going to take the powers away from these idiots that think they're going to use judges to legislate. We'll put up with anything. Ah, uh, brother, I think so. You got too much faith in the. I think that's not a good Too much thing. faith in the hype, and the reality is, I'm not. I don't need to be in a position of constant trust. I hate that, especially from a guy who historically has kind of screwed the people that trusted him. And I disagree with Mike's point about him not treating women well. What do you mean he doesn't treat women well? He treats them a hell of a lot better than Bill Clinton ever well, did. He, he, did Monica Lewinsky get a buck and a half to keep her, you know what I mean, keep on, her lips sealed? Trump, Trump huh. does the, uh, Double ultimate, the ultimate treating women well. He spends a few years with them, gives them a whole bunch of his property, and then Dude, they go live a separate life. He's, I mean, it's the perfect... I, the, as, as a society, and this is the other thing, I, I, I laugh because of the faux outrage of the, you know, he doesn't treat women. Can you believe now we find out uh, Mike, Michael Cohen has been taping him? Yeah. Has been taping him. It's hilarious. And he's been collaborating with this, uh, what's his, the, the other slip and fall scumbag? I should, you know Avante, what? Avinti? This is worth saying. Privilege does not belong to the attorney. Attorney-client privilege belongs to the client. But here's the other thing. Which, but it's hilarious. The whole thing is hilarious. It's like a circus. They think this is going to bring down Big Donnie. 
And, 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 and Bill Clinton forever changed the, the acceptance of a society when it comes to presidents and, and, and what they do with well, their sex life. certainly did. Because I'll tell you what, whether this guy, who, who is he buying off? Two different versions of prostitutes. Whether it's a porno star or a Playboy magazine model, these are adults. They make their own decision. They go, here you go, here's a big fat check. When Bill Clinton did a barely out of teenage years Monica Lewinsky and, and the society wrapped their arms around them. All the Democrats, oh, it's a con- it's consensual. You changed it. Now you're hoisted by your own petard. Big deal. So what? He's a grown man. Did it bump cigar sales for you or not? I don't know. Yes, it did. Yes, it did, you sicko. All right, this is the Liberty Hour. Give us a call if you care to participate. 312-642-5600. It's the fastest hour of the weekend. What country do you come from, sir? You're listening to the Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour each and every week, and I'm not going to take the low-hanging fruit, McBeth. I didn't say a word about Hillary Clinton in the house code. I mean, all that she was missing was a jockey. All right, let's go to Karen. You know, here's the thing. When you have a show hosted by a former caller, and still a caller into many shows, I get callers that want to argue with other callers. They're not talking about what I'm talking about. She wants to talk about what Mike from the North Side was talking about. Let's go to Karen. Karen, how are you? Where was Mike yes, wrong? I'm, I'm great, Sean. Well, yes, I, I want to argue with Mike. No, you know what? <laughs> what? Trump doesn't treat women bad. He's got women who work for him in very high positions. He's given so many women great jobs. What's this big thing? Oh, yeah, he was a lover, you know, in his younger years. Uh, and whatever, you know... First of all, between him and his wife is their business. How right? do we, I, you know what I've always hated too? I always hated this third party interpretation. I hate it when it comes to yeah, trade, funny. and I hate it when it comes to presuming we know how he treats women. Has any of his wives come out? Has anybody he dated come out and said he was disgraceful? He was despicable? He, you know, here's the other thing. Is that relevant to a certain degree? I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't need somebody in there who beats their wife. I don't want any of that. Right. But at what point is a private life private? Or are we always going to get this thing where we have to accept the couple? See, that's the scam. They want you to accept the couple. Oh, here they are, and here's his lovely wife. Well, what about a guy like Dan Proft, who not only, you know, he's, got a, he, he doesn't, uh, he's not married. Can he ever right. run for anything? I mean, it's not, you know, he just, he has no game. He can't close a deal. He can't get a date, let alone a wife. But how do you, I mean, why is that necessary? I would love it if we had a system the way we all fell in love with our American government, where it was representative, where there were restraints on individual offices, where we didn't have a presidency that was so strong, it could change our macroeconomics because Peter Navarro says so. I want to go back to that. And what, what I'm seeing is not only aren't we going back to that, we're going full-fledged down the socialist way. That road to serfdom that Hayek wrote about so many years ago when he tried to warn people, look, you can't commingle with these policies because they overtake you, They're, they metastasize, and they kill you. The, not only is he, he being listened to, we're going full steam in the other direction. Yeah. And when you've got the new face, and they're calling these socialist Soviet policies progressive, Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. If you think that, that socialism is progressive, look at Venezuela. Look at North Korea. That's where it progresses to. That's where it leads to. It is the ultimate failure. And here's the other thing. When America accepts it, 
You know where it leads to is this massive, massive spending in debt, where the only way you can hide it is Trumponomics, where it's a scam anyway. It's a welfare warfare facade economics. All right, enough of the diatribe. All right, because I love the diatribe. I'm All giving right. you a no, no. I'm oh. giving you a choice. All right, shoot. We're going to do our weekly analysis of uh, the openings of a of a Sunday morning news show. All right. You want this week or face the nation? Oh, give me face the nation because I uh, face the nation. The, the, the... It's Sunday, Ooh. July twenty second. I'm Margaret Brennan, and this is Face the Nation. between President Trump and Russian President Vladimir Putin ended with a lighthearted moment. But the fallout over the conflicting responses from the president or not, he believes Putin meddled in U.S. elections in 2016 or today, led to a week of punishing headlines. And then somebody had to explain that it wasn't meddled as in meddling in the Olympics. But anyway, you know, and, and here's the other thing, meddled in in the election. And now the the overtone is that Vladimir Putin, you know, he wanted Donald Trump in there. And that's what I said in the opening segment. He got everything he wanted when Obama was in there. Yeah. Why would he want Donald Trump in there? Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't care. Right? More, moreover, he wants to upset the process. Moreover, when we actually had a Cold War, when sympathizing with communism was illegal, yeah. who were the guys that, that sympathized? Brennan, numerous Frank Marshall Davis, Obama's mentor. The ties to the Soviet way of life are braided with the Democrats. Well, and they went after our Donald, counterculture specifically because they, I mean, it was a, a no-brainer. Point. Donald Trump is just a, a, a subsidized-seeking, rent-seeking corporatist. Yeah. He's not a communist. Right. He's not a Marxist. He's just, you know, the Trumponomics I disagree with wholeheartedly, but he is no way, shape, or form sympathizing with communism as opposed to Bernie Sanders or Ascario Cortez, yeah. Jenny from around the block. That's sympathizing with communism. All right, we're going back into it. And widespread criticism, frustration, and outrage from even loyal supporters of the president. There's been no president ever as tough as I have been on Russia. But few other than the president believe that. And there are still more questions than answers about what was agreed to behind closed doors. There's also growing evidence about Russia's continued attempts to interfere in our elections. Two key Republican senators, South Carolina's Lindsey Graham and Florida's Marco Rubio. It's just so aggravating. Lindsey Graham, Marco Rubio, to express the conservative point of view. That's dim and wit. Yes. Two morons. Honestly. Well, that's why they... And and you notice she says, you know, although there are a few others that, that agree... No, I don't happen to agree, but there are plenty of people who agree. Mar- that's, that's that's not an accurate statement. Marco Rubio hasn't been right about anything. It's been a while. Not about anything. It's been and a while. you know, he's another bought, paid off lobbyist by through the sugar subsidies. Yeah. Not to mention, you know what him and uh, Lindsey Graham now they're the new couple now that that they retired McCain. Well, yeah, McCain's out. The you know what the three of them all have in common? They all supported the communist Brennan. These guys were step and fetch for Obama's spending, for Obama's cabinet. They didn't articulate any kind of rebut to the to the trajectory of our nation under Obama's tutelage, where he doubled the national debt. And as Trump is going to double the debt, and believe me, Macbeth, he's doubling the debt, especially if he gets in there for eight years. They're still mums the word, but they're our saviors. Come on, they make Peter Roskam look conservative. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after this. We're going to kick some Illinois politicians in the shin. This is the Liberty Hour 
Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, where sometimes I argue with other hosts. This is true. This is true. Sometimes you listen as callers argue with each other. I listen to Sometimes just a Sometimes you argue with me. Just a vessel for arguments. But uh, Chicago was named the rat capital of the country. Yeah. Did you see this? Yeah. And they're not talking about City Hall, no. where they really have Although a field day. Be. Yeah, all they need, they should <laughs> get rid of the doors and just make little mouse holes for Rom to run through. Yeah, apparently um, we uh, top the amount of complaints about rats. I mean, is there anything? The you know what's funny, McBeth? There is nothing you can point to to where Chicago is a success. Zero. Uh, Except for successfully extorting citizens. You, you, If you were to take and just cut Chicago off about half a mile from the lake. And it's a shame, man. You would have a wonderful city. It's a shame. It's a beautiful city. This. Used to be so proud, right? All, all of us neighborhood guys, so yeah, proud for, to for be all from of Chicago. the complaining. Our climate really isn't that bad. Ah, you could live with it for yeah. God's sakes. What's the difference? We're so not like, in Buffalo under five feet yeah, of snow. Got a good chance of passing out with a heart attack. That's how you go to meet God. We're not down in uh, where was it? Austin, Shoveling Texas, my like driveway. Nine degrees with ninety percent humidity. Day. It, it would all be doable. <laughs> the only problem is when you look at exactly the the, the level of failure. Yeah. It's inconceivable. That they hide it and that the, the, they have press conferences when for more spending. Years. Because, you know, Macbeth, here's the thing that, that's going to keep on trucking. And it's going to keep on trucking whether Rauner's in there or whether the trust fund baby who never had an alarm clock in his life. Here's what's going to keep happening. Their failure leads to massive borrowing. Of course. But the borrowing that's going on is beyond corrupt right. because it is at massive interest levels Yes, because of Chicago's failure. And where the money goes in the elephant. This is why all of these bankers, now, now, now you and I don't get to loan money to Chicago. We don't get in on the juice. That's for a select few of investment bankers. And those happen to be the same bankers that donate to assure the future failure. So these are the guys that keep writing the checks to the same Democrats Yeah, because they love the failure. See, and here's why. They can never not get paid. That's the beauty of a municipality because you have the power of taxation. Yes. So when Rom doubles the water tax and, and people don't realize borrow it. borrow on the backs of three and a half million people. And that's why they could come up with a billion here and a billion there. And we're going to have Elon, or, uh, 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 Musk. Elon Musk is going to, he'll private fund it. Well, who do you think the, is going to get the investment opportunity and who's going to get the high interest rate? This is the system. This is the cabal of corruption. And this is why the aldermen, these frauds from Zoot Suit, uh, the guy with the with the green Rolex, Eddie Burke, yeah. all the way to, to the other guy in a booster seat, Mike Madigan. This is why they own shill law firms right. that their whole job is to argue against judges that they put in to get special interests, special people who pay them to get they take the foot off your throat. And you shouldn't think that Mike Madigan is uh, is taking advantage of anything because he doesn't always no, make over a million a year. It's a genius. No, a million a year. Come on. Dude, In if a good this guy year, I make over If a he's not worth, I'll make you a bet. And and you know I'm smoking right now an Avo Ritmo South American. It's a phenomenal cigar. You're you're not smoking it right I'll now. I'll bet you 5 of them. 5 you're of holding them it right now. that he's worth 250 million. Two hundred and fifty like million are always worth an inordinate amount of money compared to what they actually have made as salary. It's like when the protesters go to Rom's uh, listed address, like he's there. Yeah, what are you nuts? He's laughing at you. He's at some penthouse looking at the lake, yeah, laughing at you. You're, nobody's home. It's a scarecrow in the window. 
I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. And we think they're just regular people. They're down. They go to work like we do, and they don't want to pay. They pay for nothing. They pay for no lunch. They pay for nothing. Right. And the more they fail, the more they profit. And the system feeds on itself. But that's what socialism is. And that's a window into it. That's why the Vladimir Putin is the richest guy in the world. Yeah. That's why uh, uh, Hugo Chavez, his daughter, is a multi-bajillionaire. No, no, no. Brother Vlad's not rich. No. Man. No, no. He's got the little giraffe he's we kissing on his couch right now. This man and this man, we, Please. Give, we give him little money. I mean, what do we got to do? Put him in an Adidas velour suit before people work, <laughs> wake up? They're just mobsters Make without sure the, the courage to get a gun. That's all these socialists are. They're mobsters. This is the Liberty Hour each and every Sunday night, even when we're not on Facebook. Zuckerberg, I'm telling you, he's blocking me. We'll be back next week, and we better work on a YouTube channel. Or he could be nice to Zuckerberg. I have to go home. 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 Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 